Fancy show, another animal house show, man. For September 20th, 2023. How's it going? How goes it? Well, did you like the anthology episode last week? Is about CM Punk. You know, I'm gonna have more of those because there are a lot of common people, common people, common topic of famous people that I always cover that I realize over the period of seven years at this point. So I'm gonna see what I can compile because it just, it's just so, <laughs> it's just so stupid. It sounds like I'm regurgitating, but also they're like, I think, evolving view of certain individuals in this world that I just have had. So, anyway. Why, why did I say it's another, it's another animal? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a whole new animal that's added to the house that's called the, uh, that's a cat. Uh, his name is Bernie. He's sleeping over there right now. It's an incredibly a prompt decision. We're in a, I guess we're in a provisional adoption stage. But what the heck? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking straight at this point. It's, work has been so busy. I'm taking some time off, you know, at the end of this quarter, you know, when we come back in October or something. But regardless... You know, it was a very interesting process because I never had my own cat before because I always, like, living in a house with somebody else's cat, you know, which is fine, which is fine. But, like, you know, it's just, it's just a different experience. And I said, well, uh, we had our cat, Wayne, that's Colleen's. And I said, ah, hell, you know, this thing's been so, this thing, you look at me calling the cat a thing. You know, Wayne's been so quiet and lonely and busy and then we just said you know what why why not we add a little more to this uh to this so that it's not so bored on its own because it's just like you know we're out of town or cats howling and just like doing its thing just you know letting the frustration be out i just said you know what let's get a second one and then just see uh if they can get along be a big brother Little younger brother or little Wayne and big Wayne and, you know, stuff like that. And then it became Bernie Sanders. You know, it's like, I'm calling him Bernie, but I don't know. The, 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 this, this little kitten's like six months old or barely six months old, I think. Same birthday as Wayne, apparently. But, uh, you know, he's, he's a bit of a, of a bulletproof over there. That's, that's the term that the foster parent used. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, anyways, we'll see how the adjustment goes. This cat has been here at the time of this recording. is exactly 48 hours ago. And then we did the intro, did the smelling, sight swapping uh, on it, and then uh, we'll go from there. So, anyways, what did I want to talk about? Is in the regularly scheduled, regular scheduled programming. Well, PK, you're a little jelly-headed at the moment because you're, you're trying to go in on adrenaline here. Uh, I want to talk about Mike Babcock. <laughs> The hockey culture, and then whatever yada 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 that we got. Um, I don't know. I didn't know how bad the situation with Mike Babcock was, you know, until all the allegations and all that came out of him over the last three, four years since he left the Toronto Maple Leafs. I thought he was a great coach, but he's a bit of a what is it? You know, a bit of a stiff. You know. And then I thought he was a decent coach when I was in the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. And then the Red Wings won one Stanley Cup. And then they kept making the playoffs. And then and then he came to the Maple Leafs. I thought it was like a coaching renaissance that he when he joined the time that he joined with Jim Harbaugh joining Michigan. And I was like, wow, this is going to be championship caliber coaching for my teams that I, I'm a huge fan of. And then that don't work out. And then he got axed after such a slow start in 2019, 2020 season. You know, the pandemic 
cut short season. And then I remember I went to the Leafs game in November, December, January or something. And then I just said, go Keith, go when Sheldon Keith came back. But if you want to hear about my whole spiel about the Maple Leafs and their utter failure over the last few years uh, is, uh, you know, whatever. Listen to my past episodes as like, you know, the Maple Leafs episodes, which are, what, what the hell is it? The, All Aboard the Leafs, May 17, 2023. And then I think I had one in 2022. It's like, is it time to pull this shit up? You know, I think uh, it was a uh, May, May. It has to be May because they get bounced in fucking May every time. Uh, you know, but so yeah, for good May seventeenth, episode three twenty one. Then all all aboard the leaps again. Uh, there's some other episodes, the spiritual successor of this. So, anyways, back to Babcock. Um, the guy. I thought it had some interesting concepts as why looking at it from the outside before all these allegations of assholery just came up, which is um like hey he had some interesting ideas how do he coaches like to do things like I think in the twenty ten Van uh, Vancouver Olympics or the twenty fourteen one of the Sochi one of the two I think there was a lockout so they couldn't get on the ice so he's like oh we're just do floor hockey kind of thing to get everybody uh, yada 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 and then he learned that from Thomas on Michigan State and all that. Uh, but a lot, and then obviously all the criticisms have come out. I'm not going to recite all of it. Mike Commodore has been a huge thing. And then, uh, you know, on the podcast, Johan Franzen said it, Chelio said it, uh, and then Bissonette came over, came up, topic came up, uh, with the Columbus Blue Jackets. So when he came back and then he did this like huge media rounds, like, oh, well, number one. Uh, Babcock came back, and then he was doing the media rounds to kind of repair his image that's been perceived in the media about his just being an asshole. It's like, and then he's just like, whatever, man. He's a piece of shit human being doing piece of shit things like he has done to veterans, the rookies, and other middle-of-the-career guys, and just to get the best out of them through a lot of, I guess, mental... You know, fuckery. Um, and then, yeah, he won one cup, and then he won a lot of gold medals. But, like, all right. So, I think some old traditionalists are like, why? He's just being a hard-headed coach, being a coach with the authority, and then these kids can't fucking handle it. At the same time, when there's some assholery, like, oh, there's some, like, personal achievements on the horizon for, like, Mike Medano or Jason Spezza or in the opening night. Just like benching Chris Chelios. I think I'm just reading off the Wikipedia here. I just go like, look, once or twice, strategic thing. Mike Modano's like, dude, don't worry about it. But I just go, that's just sort of that bad hockey mentality in my view. That's like, look, man, there's like, you need to own up to your own accomplishments. They're about the day, the day, the wee, 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 the fucking team thing that they do, you know? And if there's three of those, and then like just general, you know, stylistic preparation whatever all that that are just like coming out of every single fucking team you know from the ahl level up to the nhl and also your assistant is uh, alleged racist you know i just go like dude like this is exact systematic problem that this sport needs to fucking fix and what happened with the blue and then he was doing the media before getting to the whole photo air airdrop situation in the Columbus. I thought it was a little incredibly coming off bullying-ish when Mike Babcock was doing the media rounds before the season started when he got hired 
what was it, two months ago or something. And then I was like, you, I learned a lot. And then I went to University of Saskatchewan on a volunteer basis because he was still getting paid by the Toronto Maple Leafs on his eight-year contract. And then, anyways, then I just go, I learned a lot about working with kids and all that. But never in any of those moments. And I go, you know what? I could have done better, you know, with Mike Modano for his 1500th game or Jason Spezza playing against his former team the first game, yada, yada, yada. There's no any moment of, like, reflection where I truly took it as this man learned his lesson other than you know i was really stubborn that way and then i'm not that stubborn anymore working with the kids that's his fucking answer and i just go all right on one hand i would completely understand because he's a full-grown adult you know how old is he 65 60 right and then i just go this man's not going to change all of a sudden on his style it's like asking uh mike keenan and all these fucking coaches to just like just be new you know that's not gonna happen but at the same time, it's like, have you evolved in, like, through all these generations of hockey that, like, you are coaching differently? And I go, the answer is no. But honestly, hockey as a whole is awfully, awfully non-evolutionary sport. Unless people have to change the rules or people start playing in a certain way to a point where it takes a whole generation or a decade to eliminate certain things, such as, like, fighting and all that crap. So, I just go, it's not a system where it grows from within, in my view. And then Babcock, I'm, you know, it just, it's just a consequence of that. So, what happened in Columbus? Um, I mean, it came up on uh, spilling, spilling Chicklets uh, with Paul Bissonnette, and he just dropped this, like, man, it was an invasion of privacy. Babcock was basically asking the Blue Jackets players to, you know, share their photos, to know who they are, and then just, like, present it in front of everybody in a conference room or something, that kind of deal. Now, it doesn't sound so bad when that's angled that way, but when you hear the next part where Bissonnette is like, no, he basically went in, and was like, give me your phone, and then let me see it, and then he starts, like, scrolling through shit, and then it just gets, like, sure to get gets shared on the airdrop, and I'm like, and then you're just casting it on a projector or something or a TV. Like, what the fuck? I mean, even if you gave a permission or not, it just like, you know, given his reputation, being such a control freak and a fucking arcane man and a fucking mind manipulator of an asshole, it just, it's not a good look. And then like, yo, he just like repeating his same behavior. They're not acceptable. And frankly, in some parts, illegal, they would say. And some old-timers are like, you're blowing, Polly Biznasty, you're just blowing this out of a proportion and whatnot. But how bad was a reputation in this to a point where the Players Association with Ron Hainsey, who was formerly on Columbus and who was a former player under Mike Babcock and the Maple Leafs, as a, as a union had to go down and look at it, and then NHL had to do a due diligence investigation of it. I go like, must be pretty fucking bad. <laughs> that's a that's a gist that I got. And then he resigned. He didn't get fired. He resigned because it's either you get fired or you resign. And then like, fuck, doesn't matter. You fucking lost your job regardless. And I just go, why the hell does this? And then the Columbus Blue Jackets and like yeah, the John Davidson and then the, uh, you know, it's just like rest of the administration is like, what the fuck were you thinking doing this shit? You know, that's like the continuous thing. And, yeah, it's just, it just, uh, it just fucking 
It's just fucking sad, but at the same time, I just go, what the fuck were you thinking? Let me see your phone, and then start scrolling, scrolling, and then it's screen sharing. It was like, and then Boone Jenner, the captain of the, you know, the Columbus Blue Jackets, have to, like, come and be like, it's not what you think. It's like, probably right, but then if uh, Players Association went down there, and then, like, oh, we want to do some investigation, sit down with the people, I'm sure there are, there are questions like, okay, Boone, blink twice if you can answer freely. I just go like, all right, and then they hired a guy who was a runner-up, Pascal Vincent. And I'm like, why are you fucking hire him to begin with? I mean, I guess the Blue Jackets wanted some kind of culture change. This, like, this stringent asshole, Babcock, being the driver of it. You know, build the resiliency, yada, 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 all that shit as a team. I just go like, I don't know, man. It completely backfired, but I also kind of go... What the fuck? Like, how did he pass all these things in the interviews? How did he pass all these things? I'm sure he got HR trained more, given his reputation and whatnot. I just go, what the actual fuck was going on? Did they overlook it? Maybe that's possible. But then, like, the fact that Paul Bissonnette had to speak up on his podcast. And then I think uh, there was a debate between, I think, John Shannon and Richard Deitch on Bob McCowan podcast while McCowan's recovering, it was like, I think it's, it's like Shannon was being an old-time hockeyer, going like, I think it's blown out of proportion. And then Richard Deitch is like, well, I don't think Bissonnette, he doesn't think Bissonnette would have just fucking dropped that out of the blue if he didn't believe there was some conviction to it. And then other players came to Bissonnette to give this fucking update. And I said, that was fucking bad form, you know? And I just go... You know what? At that point, it's just like, it's over. It's like CM Punk. It's not worth the headache. Just, just leave. Just leave. And that's what has essentially happened. And then, and BK, you're covering a lot of one single-handed asshole over the last three weeks. What's your fucking point here? My point is, I think, I think it's unfortunate that certain assholes in this world never learn their lesson. I mean, you fall into your old habit. But I think the crux of it, if you get to the actual grind work of it, whether it's punk or Babcock, I'm sure no one would have any disagreement as to what this individual is trying to drive an organization through to get to a common business goal and a common business success that they desire, whether it's all elite wrestling or the Columbus Blue Jackets trying to be competitive within the National Hockey League. But holy shit, I just go like, are there no iterative learners, especially as leaders, whether it's punk or Babcock, whether they kind of like evolve in their learning? And it's like, it's kind of hard. Like once you win something, you, you kind of stick to your ego and then you kind of dig your heels in. There's some aspects, yes, like it, it makes you, it makes you the leader, it makes you the head coach, it makes you the head honcho of an entertainment. But I just go... I don't know. There needs to be some... Um, there needs to be... I think that's where the evolution of these people, they need to realize, go, oh, even myself or even yourself in your career looking at it. I was like, look, am I continuously learning? Am I continuously evolving? Mike Babcock said he did, especially when he went to the University of Saskatchewan on a volunteer base to sit with the kids and learn about it and talk, frankly talk about understanding the mental health aspect of it, of the Gen Z and the millennial kids 
you know, Gen Alpha now even, right? But at this, but I just go, did you really? Did you really? I I, I don't know. Like, there's some things that like, it like, I don't know. That's where I I kind of go like, if it weren't that bad, it wouldn't come to Bissonette's level, and if it weren't that bad of what happened, it wouldn't come to an NHLPA and NHL attention to go through the hassle. So, I guess. Either Babcock or the Blue Jackets, they just said, fuck it, we're just not going to deal with it instead of listening to this all season. And I go, you know what? That's a business call that it is. It's just, it just sad that, like, this had to happen for Columbus. <laughs> just, just hire the guy. That worked. What the fuck? Then now you're going to be asking, like, what the fuck is going to happen to other people who's trying to enter the league back in, like, Stan Bowman and the Blackhawks, the GM, and then, like, uh, who the fuck was his name? Um, the fucking head coach who was in the Blackhawks, you know, uh, who was a former Leaf at some point. Anyways, you know who I'm talking about? The one of the winningest coaches in the NHL. Hey, if Mike Babcock got through this through being an asshole, letting fucking sexual abuse happen, and then do nothing about it for fucking half a decade minimum or over a decade, dude. You ain't coming back from that. I'm sorry. That's even worse. <laughs> Being an asshole versus over, you know, turning blind eye on a fucking sexual abuse are two different things. So if Babcock's going to be treated like this for his own personal assholery, imagine what the fucking return criteria and then the higher ability of like Stan Bowman and then what the fuck is his name? The head coach, the name escapes me all of a sudden, you know, what that's going to look like. It ain't happening. Uh, it, it, it's just not it's just not just not Joe Quimble yeah former Maple Leaf it's not happening so anyways think about how you evolve in your career because I think about it and then I still kind of suck, get stuck to my guns you know but there's a point where I kind of go at this point where you know what I'm too old for this shit and then I start like not you know digging my heels in and then some people say that's picking your battles. And I'm like, I'm not picking battles. I'm just like, fuck it. That's not my priority. It's not a battle to prioritize. It's not a battle to pick. Picking, you know, picking a battle is not a priority. It's like, it's about communicating and being able to lead, you know, implicitly or explicitly, you know, as you get older. No one's a born natural leader like that. And you know everything. So people like Babcock, people like Punk even. There's a continuation of a theme here, which is like a career evolution. And then just like knowing yourself to be more self-aware to do shit. And Mike Babcock evidently decided not to take that path, it seems like. But anyways, thanks for listening. Subscribe on a show, you know, on whatever pod thing you use. And then email me at a-oil.com. a-oil.com. And then uh, we might have an anthology episode. We might record another episode next week. Who knows? I'm, I'm kind of going with a fly at the moment. We'll see you next week. Peace out.